grace to you and peace this morning from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and the Holy Spirit who continually invites us into fellowship and service to God our Father in accordance with his eternal plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Woody Allen's screenwriter and actor is reported to have once said, if you want to make God laugh, if you really want to amuse him, if you want God to have a great day in heaven, tell him your plans. Tell him what you plan to do. Tell him where you plan to go. Tell him where you think your journey is going to end. God is gracious to us, sometimes allows us to plan and will even allow the plans we have made to come to fruition. That's only by his grace, only by his mercy. I plan on becoming a pastor. I plan on being a deaconess, a DCO. I plan on finishing grad school. I plan on purchasing a home, a car. I plan on traveling in my older age. I plan on doing some things that are fun and intriguing. God sometimes, in his grace and mercy, allows our plans to work out. Other times, though, the father scoffs, even laughs at our plans because our plans are so tentative and our world is so transitory and even unpredictable that to make plans in consideration of this world and its circumstances remain, to make those plans thinking that things are going to be constant long enough for our plans to actually be achieved is fairly ludicrous. <laughs> I mean, things just don't stay the same. I tell you, I never saw this plan, this part of God's plan for my life you have been so gracious and welcoming this week. I feel like a soldier who's been deployed for a long time out on the battlefield, a soldier who should never really have finished boot camp, a soldier who really should have fallen in war, but God had a plan and he was working his plan. So thank you, young recruits, for the way that you've welcomed me. Thank you for being so kind to receive me in such a wonderful way. And thank God for allowing me great successes and in hindsight, some exceptional failures to help me mature in his plan. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, you know what, I plan to fail this morning. I plan not to get my agenda accomplished. I plan to get into an accident. As a matter of fact, about six o'clock, I plan on being sick. I plan to be divisive in the meeting. I plan to be hateful. I plan to be scornful. Seems to me that we don't have to plan the negative things, and yet the negative things are the things that seem to burst in on us in our world more often than we would like. The farmer plans, plants a crop. He tills, he sows, he plants, he waits for the harvest. However, if there is not rain or too much rain, if there is no sun or too much sun, if there are no bugs or too many bugs or the wrong kinds of bugs, I know nothing what I'm talking about, I'm a city guy, the plans of the farmer will probably not materialize. The plans we make are subject to many variables and, and based on many unforeseen circumstances. Despite those, our plans will sometimes succeed, perhaps often fail. The good news this morning is that our father has the plan. He has delivered it to the captain of the Lord's army to be worked out until its completion. It's a plan that is rock solid. It's a plan that doesn't waver based on the weather. It's, it's a plan that doesn't fail based on our faults and failures. It, it's a plan that no fiery dart of the enemy can cause to go awry. It's a plan that takes millennia to come to fruition. But God, 
is patient, meticulously working behind the scenes to work his plan and to bring it into being. God's plan, the Father's plan for the fallen world is Jesus, the Messiah, our Lord and our Savior, the Redeemer of the world and the spotless Lamb of God to be deployed into the earth. And, and, and congratulations to you this morning as you are being deployed into the field. Understand that, that our Lord had this plan for you from before the foundation of the world. And our Lord will bring this work to completion, to good completion, to a pleasing completion in accordance with his goodness and mercy. Our plans are subject to revision. His plans never need to be revised. Our plans have time limits. His plan's eternal. Our plan often finds itself scattered. His plan is always complete and perfected. Teleos, it's finished on a hill called Calvary where Jesus the Christ stands on earth as our great high priest by the eternal foreknowledge of God the Father where he's mocked and scourged and crucified, shedding not the blood of lambs and goats, but his own precious blood to save us from the wages of sin and hell and death. It's that Jesus that, that you're sent out, you're deployed to proclaim. Where other priests offer the blood of animals without blemish, this Jesus is the spotless lamb of God who stands before the face of the Almighty to offer himself a final sacrifice for the salvation from sin. The Hebrews text says it this way, he, that is Jesus, has appeared once for all at the end of ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. The plan of God, the eternal plan of God, that Jesus will be declared guilty and sacrifice his own body and blood in exchange for our justification in which we are forensically declared not guilty. The plan of God. That is just phase one of the plan though. Jesus will die in this one time in order to take away sin, and then we'll go on furlough back to the command center in glory at the right hand of God the Father. In phase two, Jesus is risen from the dead, and by faith we understand that because he lives, we shall live also in Christ by faith. And in him we have victory over death in the grave. Because in part two, at the appointed time, Jesus comes again, as the creeds say, to judge the living and the dead and to make those who walk by faith in God's plan heirs of eternal life and glory, but to send the unbelieving into eternal condemnation. How then are we to live as we make our plans? Because it is true that to plan to fail, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. We make our plans understanding that we are not in control of all the minutia that is necessary to make our plans come to bear. Yet we plan with the expectation that God has the penultimate plan and finds its fulfillment in Jesus. So we eagerly await his coming again in glory with the recompense of the Father to execute judgment once and for all. We wait the consummation. As, we, as I return to the field, I wait the consummation and continue to wait the consummation consummation with you as you study, with you as you're deployed. As the hymn writer says, the golden evening brightens in the west. Soon, soon to faithful warriors comes their rest. Sweet is the calm of paradise, the blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We battle, we work, we wait with the prayer, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come. We eagerly await your coming and you're revealing as the consummate fulfillment 
of the Father's eternal plan. Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come soon to save us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen.